get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj, and we are back with another episode of Eggs Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. What's good? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. We back better than ever. I don't know. I'm just talking. Y'all, it's been a long week, and it's only, well, it's Tuesday now, but when y'all hear this, it'll be Wednesday, and... <laughs> It's already been such a long week. We have so much to talk about because there's so much going on. Social media has been just off the chain between this week and last week. Like, I I, I can't deal. Let me just turn my brightness up because I need y'all to see me, okay? Um, okay, so we're going to jump right into the Maj moment. Uh, and then we'll go into our Ask Maj advice uh, segment. And then we'll get into some tea for this week. So, Maj moment, quick story. Um, I am, I, I don't want to jinx it. I'm just going to tell y'all. Okay. So, I am waiting to hear back about this, this opportunity um, that I am really excited about. And just these last few days, I have been super anxious to hear, you know, the results back or, you know, um, pertaining to whether or not, you know, I, I, I got this opportunity. And so, like I said, I've been, been just kind of nervous about it, kind of anxious about it. Um, and I was texting one of my friends the other day and, um, she, she was actually waiting on some, um, on an opportunity as well. She was waiting to hear back, um, from, from, from an opportunity that, that she really wanted. Um, and she texted me maybe a couple days ago and she sent me the screenshot of the people telling her that she didn't get it um, and that she was denied. And I'm not going to lie. So here's the thing. Like I said, I'm still waiting. I'm not going to lie. But that that was like really, I guess, discouraging for me. So I had I, I obviously had to be in the place where, you know, I had to step back from my own self and, and send some encouraging words her way. But I ain't going to lie. It scared the crap out of me. I'm like, oh, my God. No, 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 no. Please, Jesus, like, I need this opportunity. I really want this opportunity. Please don't let this be a sign. Like, my mind just went everywhere. And I think maybe, you know, it could possibly be the anxiety talking. You know what I'm saying? When you're anxious, when you're nervous about something, like, there's so many different things going through your head. And you're thinking about all the possibilities of how this could go wrong. And so when she texted me and, you know, she was telling me, you know, how she didn't get the opportunity she wanted... I immediately thought, like, oh, Lord, I'm, I might not get the opportunity I wanted. Like, I want, like, I was just completely distracted, right? Completely distracted. And, honey, when I say I've been prayed up, me and Jesus been talking, chatting. We've been on the same page. And it immediately was like, immediately was like, when she told me that she didn't get her opportunity, everything that I had prayed about, all of my faith, um, all of my trust is like went out the window because because of her her experience, because of her circumstance, because of her situation. Um, and afterwards, like I said, you know, I spent some time just encouraging her. I had to step back like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been doing this praying. I've been talking about, you know, how much I trust God. I've been manifesting this thing. How dare me? 
How dare I sit here and get distracted by something else that I have no control over? Um, how dare I even think that somebody else's news could impact my 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 situation, my experience, my story, my journey in any way? And I think just from hearing that, I was automatically distracted. Automatically distracted. So I had to sit back, sit back, and 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 kind of get myself together and say, "Honey, don't get distracted. <laughs> Do not get distracted." And I think this is one of those weird situations, but this applies to so many different situations, so many different stories, so many different experiences. When you're on this path, right? Like you're 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 on your own journey. You're going through your own process. And when you see somebody doing something else, or when you see someone else getting some sort of news, whether it be bad or good, you get distracted by what they're talking about. You get distracted by how they were uh, impacted in their experience. You get distracted by their news. Child, and honey, I just had to step back like, hold on, wait a minute. I cannot get distracted by what somebody else is doing, by what somebody else got going on. Um, and so that is the Maj moment for this week is, honey, while you are in your process, okay, while you are on your journey, while you are spending time with God, while you are trusting him, honey, don't get distracted. While you are living your purpose, while you are walking in the path that he has set for you, while you are, uh, 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 what's the word I want to use? I guess executing the plans that he has for you, honey, don't get distracted because there's too many things going on, but you have to stay focused on what God has for you. And so, like I said, I think my situation was a little weird because it turned, it was, it was on the negative side, you know, because she didn't get the news that she wanted. I automatically got distracted and thought, well, what if that happens to me? But a lot of times, you know, it's 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 the other way around where, you know, we're going through our own process and we see other people winning, right? Like we see other people getting good news and other people getting blessed and we get distracted from what we're supposed to be focused on because we feel like we're, we, we should be there. Or we start to think, you know, our progress or, or our process, we should be in a different place in our process because of what somebody else has shared in their, in their process, in their journey, in their experience. So I just encourage you, honey, sometimes you got to step back and check yourself. Don't, 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 don't get distracted. Don't get distracted, honey. Stay focused. Stay focused. Uh, um, I guess stay the ride. You know, uh, uh, remember what you're there for. Remember your purpose. Remember your why. Um, and, and stay true to that. So, you know, what's the, what's the quote? Trust your process, honey. Trust your journey and don't get distracted along the way. So I hope that encourages, um, um, somebody today. All right. So ask Smash, and, and this was a great question, um, kind of going into what we're going to talk about today uh, as it relates to, you know, how social media has been so off the chain this week. Um, okay, so th this 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 question has so many different answers. So I try to um, kind of condense them, condense it down into um, three, three of my, my main points. Um, and, you know, we, we all love lists. Okay, so why? Okay, Dear Mosh, I got to start with Dear Mosh. <clears throat> Dear Mosh. Why is social media so intertwined in millennial relationships? Woo, chill. Okay, let's get started. 
Um, number one, child, y'all want validation. Y'all want validation. Y'all want people to, you know, I don't even want to say y'all, child, because black people know they love to get mad when y'all say y'all. But y'all know, I'm not talking about y'all. If, if, if it don't pertain to you, it doesn't pertain to you, honey. But if, if the shoe fits, honey, lace that thing up and walk, honey. Let me see if you can walk, walk. Shout out to Santana. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. So, I didn't, I didn't got, see, getting distracted. Getting distracted. Okay. Number one, internal and external validation. And let me tell you what I mean by that. External validation is you want the people you don't know to know that you're doing good. You want people on the outside. You want these strangers, these fans, these haters, and whoever else that's in that external audience that's not in your circle to 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 see that you're doing good. You want to convince them that you are doing good. Everybody that's external to you. Uh, um, and even friends, friends, family, people in your close circle. You want people to feel like you are doing good. You want to convince them that you are doing good, that your relationship is doing good, that you got this man, he fine, he got this job, we doing good, we relationship goals, we got an amazing aesthetic for the Instagram, all that good stuff. It's validation. It's validation. And, and us as millennials, I don't know if it's us or we, I believe it's we, maybe it's we. We as millennials... We have created this fantasy checklist of what basically like what it uh, of the criteria of what it means to be a perfect millennial. Right. Like so the job, the career, the car, the place, the property uh, owning, uh, uh, the, the, the person that you're with, the significant other, like the family. Like we have this whole checklist. I don't, who made this up? Who made this up? Who made this up? And so this fantasy checklist based on, I guess, society standards of what a perfect millennial looks like comes with this thing called validation. So we have to let the world know that our ducks are in a line uh, uh, according to society standards, according to this fantasy checklist that we have created for millennials, for the perfect millennial. And so by by posting your significant other and and making it look like things are are gravy and all good and y'all are relationship goals, you are seeking external validation uh, uh, to convince people that you're doing good, that you have marked the significant other box off on the fantasy checklist of a perfect millennial child is validation. You want these strangers to know that you and your boo is good. And, and not only that all y'all good, but that you have a boo, that you have a man. Because just so many people longing for a man nowadays. But, you know, that's another story for another day. The second thing I said was, so this is still part of the first reason. External validation is internal validation. Child, not only are you trying to convince other people that you're good, right? That that you have a significant other that matches Instagram standards <laughs> where you have, you know, like I said, you mark that check checkbox off in the fantasy checklist of a perfect millennial, but you're trying to prove to yourself that too. You are trying to prove to yourself that. And that's what I mean by internal validation. You trying to prove to yourself that your significant other and the relationship that you're in is good enough. It is good enough. And, and, and so that's why we, 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 uh, uh, we intertwine so much of our our relationship into social media and social media into our relationship that so that we can convince ourselves that honey we don't we we mark that checkbox honey I'm good I'm good so not only are we trying to validate ourselves externally but we are trying to convince ourselves that honey we 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 mark the checkbox honey we we on a we on the road to becoming the perfect millennial I got the man he's cute he got a beard he matches all of 
all of the standards that social media has for what a great man looks like, honey. We relationship goals, we aesthetics, we look good together. All of that stuff, child. <laughs> it's internal and external validation. So that's number one. Number two, it's pressure. It's pressure. And I think that that also goes into uh, uh, validation. I think that kind of falls under um, that um, umbrella. Like social media is, oh my God, there is so much pressure to look a certain way, act a certain way, your relationship to look a certain way, you to have a certain man, your man is supposed to look a certain way, child. And there's this pressure again to be this, I guess, perfect millennial or to fit in or to be this, uh, uh, I don't even know what the word is, but like to fit into this standard or to this social group, you know, your partner has to look a certain way. You have to be in a relationship that looks a certain way. Your relationship has to be goals. And, you know, we got to wear matching this and matching that, matching Burberry, matching cars, match. Child. So there's this, there's this pressure that if your relationship doesn't look like this, you know, you don't fit in. You know, I have friends, and, and this doesn't deal with the relationship portion, but it deals with just social media in general. But I have friends who refuse to post on social media or, or on Instagram because they feel like their pictures are not good enough for Instagram because Instagram is a, is is all about aesthetic. So they won't post on Instagram because they don't feel like they're 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 good enough for for that aesthetic. And so I think that's that's what I mean by like this pressure of of having a significant other that looks a certain way meets societal standards you guys look together you can be deemed as what you know social media has called relationship goals um and so now you know because and 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 on top of that you know pressure comes from spending so much time on social media right like I think, you know, it's not even that social media is toxic it's our relationship with social media that is toxic Ooh, child, I, I'm trying. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but this is this was such a good question. So I think there's this pressure of 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 posting your uh, social media on on uh, or posting your social media, posting your significant other on social media. Uh, the the uh, the famous gymnast uh, Simone Biles, I think she posted a picture of her boyfriend, and somebody commented, "Child, he don't he don't he don't post you." And she like, "Girl, we live together in real life. He don't have to post me." Now, she is one of those strong women from what we see on Instagram, you know, that she doesn't care about that. But think of the people who, again, want to feel validated or who feel like, you know, it's not it's not official or he don't claim me if he don't post me on social media. It's pressure, honey. Who told you that? Who told you that your relationship is validated or made official if you two post each other on social media? Who made that rule up? Girl, it ain't nothing but pressure. Pressure, pressure, pressure. So number one, I would say is internal and external validation. Number two is pressure. Number three, woo child, child, get your pen out and get ready to take some notes. Number three is comparison. Ah, oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. I'm about to catch, catch the spirit up in here. So number one, we got internal and external validation. Number two, we have pressure from social media to post your significant other and, you know, for social media to be so intertwined because of our addictive relationships with it. Number three is comparison. Ooh, child. You know how, like, when you scroll... Child, I got a blog about this coming up this week, honey. You know when you scrolling through social media and you start to ask yourself, why her car better than mine? Why I seem like she's in a better position than me? We in the same age. Why she make more money than me? Why her boyfriend look better than mine? Why she got a boyfriend and I don't? Ooh, child. Child, that's that comparison, honey. Nothing but the devil. Nothing but the devil. What's that quote, honey? Comparison is the thief of joy. But what do we do? We get on social media and we compare ourselves. So again, this also can fall under validation as well. But what happens is when we start to compare ourselves, we have to... 
uh, uh, intertwine or engage social media into our relationships because now we are comparing our relationship to somebody else's. You mad that Sweetie got a Birkin bag and you don't have one, but your man can't afford a Birkin bag. I don't understand. You're comparing yourself to Sweetie, who's a millionaire, and Quavo, who's a millionaire, who can afford a $20,000 bag. So, But now you're mad because you feel like your man buy you flowers instead of Birkins. But when y'all first got together, you loved flowers, right? Like you were a uh, gun-ho over flowers. You were excited about getting flowers. But now that Sweetie done posted that, that you need to get a Birkin bag, you mad because your man ain't bought a Birkin bag. I don't. Honey, comparison, comparison, child. And like I said, it goes back to validation, honey. We, 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 we take those standards that we see in social media, that pressure that we see in social media, we bring it into our relationship and, and, and we say, okay, our relationship is lacking because of what we don't have that I see on, that I see on social media. Comparison, child. Ooh, it's dangerous. It's social media is dangerous if you let it be. I promise you. Ooh, Jesus. So again, why is social media so intertwined in millennial relationships? Number one, internal and external validation. Number two, pressure. And number three, comparison. And, you know, I always like to give you a little bit of advice here. Honey, a private life is a happy life. Keep your relationship to yourself. Honey, don't go on social media telling telling uh, 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 social media how such and such pissed you off. And he did that and he did this. Honey, keep your relationship private, honey. It ain't nothing like a private life. Private Private life is a happy life. And let, let me be clear. I'm not talking about secretive. I'm talking about privacy, uh, where you choose what people know about your relationship. You have the power over that. Honey, keep your relationship private. Keep your business to yourself. Limit what you share, okay? Keep your relationship to yourself. It's okay to post little cute pictures every now and then. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But, but you know, when you get mad, don't go on there and delete the pictures now. Uh, don't, don't give people... Uh, uh, a view, any type of view into your personal life or relationship and don't give them the space to have an opinion by posting all of your business there. Child, private life is a happy life, honey. Keep your, keep your relationship private. But yes, okay, so... You know, I think, like I said, that was a great question because it leads me right into all the craziness that's happened on social media. So let's get into this woo child moment. Woo child! I knew y'all done heard little baby is cheating again, honey. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, so Jada, Jada, little, uh, okay, so if you guys don't know, you know, for like my mom or my grandma and whoever else who listen, little baby is a rapper and he he's dating his uh, baby mama. Her name is Jada. Uh, so Lil Baby's uh, birthday just passed and Jada threw, threw him this big um, um, birthday party and bought him all these gifts that I can't afford, okay? Uh, some of them I can't even spell, okay? Um, and so after the birthday party, a couple days after the birthday party, this porn star, her name is Miss London, she tweeted that Lil Baby, that she that she had uh, 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 sex with Lil Baby. She slept with, with Lil Baby and he paid her $6,000, child. And you know what? I'm I'm not even going to read off um, her tweets, what she said. I, I'm not even going to go into that. Uh, so Lil Baby denied it. He even went into how, you know, people just use his name for clout. Basically, like, you know, saying Miss London is just using his name for clout. Uh, and then she went on to post some, I guess, alleged DMs between the two uh, about about this sex transaction or or whatever. So again, Lil Baby is is denying all the claims. So of course, Twitter is in this big rage. Um, I even was looking for like trending topics, and Lil Baby has become a trending topic because of this this huge scandal. Um, and so I, I 
think it, it it really is the audacity for me. And and here's here's the thing, I guess that that people don't understand about about social media and relationships. And I mean, I feel like a lot of people will disagree with me on this. On this, regardless if he cheated or not, and and I don't know if he did or not. We don't know. Nobody has confirmed. All we can go off. Uh, all we can go off of is what Miss London is saying. But here's my thing with social media and relationships. There should be no woman that can come to me and tell me something about my man that I don't know. Not a DM, not a message, not a past relationship, not a not a past not not past relations, not a conversation, nothing. There I don't I don't believe that. I, I feel like when you're in a relationship, your communication should be so strong that there should be no woman or man that can come and tell you something about your man that you don't know. None. That That's a shock to you or a surprise to you? None. That's how strong your communication is. Is it hard to get there? Absolutely. But there is no woman on this planet or man that can come and tell me something about my man that I don't know. Period. And so I think, you know, when that happens, regardless if he cheated or not, there's this humiliation factor. I don't care what Jada put on Twitter. That is humiliating. I don't care if she admits it or not. It is humiliating that a porn star can come out and accuse little baby of of uh, 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 of sleeping with her for money. It, that is embarrassing. It is humiliating regardless if... He, you know what I'm saying? If, if if he did it or not, it's embarrassing. And I just, don't get me wrong. Women are crazy. Women are crazy. I, I will say that. Love us to death, but women are crazy. Now, I will say, you know, do people use names for clout and whatever else? I'm sure in the celebrity world. I ain't no celebrity. I don't know what that feels like. I'm sure people do that. However, I don't feel like it absolutely came out of nowhere. Like, it, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Women need at least something to make into something bigger, right? So it's like, it's like, okay, if you, if you are, uh, um, texting, if my boyfriend is texting a woman, right? And, and the conversation is inappropriate on her side, I, I'm not even going to say on her side. I'm just going to say the conversation is inappropriate or whatever. Um, and she takes it, I don't even know, how, how do I want to frame this? Okay. Um, Okay, let's say this. So, so say my boyfriend is texting a woman um, and she has ill intentions. That's what I'm going to say. She has ill intentions for the conversation. She can use the simple fact that you are entertaining her conversation and blow it into something bigger. Blow it and blow it into something bigger. So women don't need a full, I guess, like, um, um, I wouldn't even say like reason, but they don't need a full story because they create it. They create it. They can create a crazy story just from the fact that you text her back, period. Just from the fact that you entertain her conversation. And that's what I mean. I feel like our conversation or our communication has to be so strong that no woman or man can come and tell me something about my man that I don't know, period. Um, and so, like I said, they, they it may be a thing where she is using his name for clout, but I just, I still feel like there has to be some reason you know that that she 
chose to or some some fuel that she took and 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 made it bigger because either way why are you texting a porn star why are you communicating with the porn star whether y'all had whether y'all had relations or not whether y'all slept together or not why are you texting a porn star so again that's her fuel right there to take it and make it way bigger than what it is even if he didn't sleep with her why are you texting a porn star child it, it's the audacity for me and i i like I said, regardless if he did it or not, she that is humiliating and embarrassing and, and to find out on social media, regardless if he cheated or not, even to find out that I, that my man is texting a porn star. I, child, I don't... Porn star, another woman, whatever. I, the porn star just adds a little cherry on top. I just... Anyway, he didn't deny all the claims. At the end of the day, it's word against word. And I mean, we know usually how these situations go. And from my understanding, he cheated before. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually true. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think it's one of those things. I just, I just feel bad. I feel bad for Jada. Like, I mean, we could talk all day about like, oh, he cheated before and she stayed. She should have learned her lesson. Okay, whatever. That's all cool and dandy. At the end of the day, she still has a, a, a right to, to be hurt. She still has a right to feel humiliated. She still has a right to feel sad and disappointed. Child, it is like I said, it's the audacity for me. It's the humiliation. It's the embarrassment behind it. It's just, and it's just the fact of 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 finding out on social media. And of course, Twitter takes it and makes it way bigger than what it is, right? Well, I'm not gonna say they made it way bigger than what it is because it's a big deal that you pay six thousand dollars to sleep with with someone. I and, and it's free at home. Uh, child, I just moving on. I I, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on this. Okay, so y'all know. Let's first of all, let's get into some celebrity tea. Celebrity, uh, I'm worked up. I'm worked up because oh, these, these cheating men, Jesus, these cheating men, Jesus. Oh, child, we we okay. We we gonna get into it. Okay, so let's get into some celebrity. Yeah, I know. I like I, I like to try to start with you know sad stuff. If if I do have uh some some sad news, but and I do have some today. Uh, star Natalie Dizelle Reed uh, uh died of cancer. Um, this week she was 53. Uh, Natalie is best known for playing Holly Berry's stylish sidekick in Baps. Um, and she was also one of the stepsisters in the Black Cinderella. Um, so she passed away at the age of 53 this week. So condolences to her family. Holly Berry seems like she's taking it pretty hard. Um, so condolences to her friends, colleagues, co-workers, family. Like, that is so sad. I just feel like this is just one of those moments. It's like 2020. It's December. Like, it's, it's December now. And I... You're still taking people. Like, I don't... I'm so confused. I just... I just feel like, what else can we take? Like, what... How much more, 2020? Like, what... What else do you have? Like, what else do you have? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yes. Condolences to her family. I just... All we can do is keep 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 them in prayer. And, and honey, hold, hold your loved ones tight. Jesus, like... Cherish your loved ones. Give them your roses. Give them their roses while they are still alive, Jail. While they are still alive. Okay, so moving on. Kiki Palmer. Um, I thought this was really interesting, so I wanted to share. Um, and, and I think this can be an inspiration for a lot of women and men who, who listen to, to the podcast. So Kiki Palmer opened up about her experience with polycystic ovary syndrome. 
um, and, and acne in hopes that it will make others feel less alone. So she wrote, uh, she, so she posted this picture on Instagram and she has really, really bad acne. Um, her face was just like layered, layered in acne. Um, and I don't, I don't mean to say that in a bad way. I just wanted to paint the picture for you guys for if you don't have Instagram or if you haven't seen the picture. See, it was a very like transparent post, very candid picture, no makeup, like straight skin. And, and, and she had a lot of acne. Um, so this is what the caption says. I won't read the whole thing, but I just kind of want to give you a gist of of uh, what she said. She said, hey, you guys, for some of you, this may be TMI, but for me, my platform has always been used for things much greater than me. Polycystic ovarian syndrome has been attacking me from the inside out my entire life, and I had no idea. My acne has been so bad that people in my field offered to pay me, pay for me to get it fixed. I tried everything. I did Accutane twice. People say drink water, have a better diet, but I did all of that. I ate all of the right things. My blood tests were fine, but it took me taking a personal look into my family that has a history of diabetes and obesity to understand what was actually happening with me. Uh, she went on to say, I'm posting this to say that it's okay and we can help ourselves ourselves my skin has made me sad many nights but i do not give up on myself i know this is not me and my body has been looking for help i do not have a medical degree but i did the research and took what i learned to a doctor and that led them to a proper diagnosis i'm not saying trust WebMD for everything but what i'm saying is no one can help us like we can help ourselves uh, so i thought this was, was extremely inspirational and even if you don't have a serious diagnosis like her or you don't deal with acne whatever your insecurity is um i think that's what she's what she's saying is is uh to love yourself like that's that's kind of like what i took from from that like and I, I think you know we we hold these celebrities to a higher standard like they're supposed to be perfect and and high and mighty but for her to 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 be extremely transparent and extremely candid and come and post a picture and say you know this is what i'm dealing with and this is the result and this is uh uh how i'm dealing with it i think is extremely just inspirational so i just I, I recommend and encourage you to go and read her post and, 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 and really be inspired by it. Like, take that and use it as encouragement. Like I said, whether you have a serious diagnosis or you, um, you know, you, you deal with something. And if I can be candid, I guess, since Kiki did it, I deal with, with pretty bad eczema. Um, and so I, I have skin problems, too. And, and, and it makes you feel really self-conscious. Um, you know, it makes you feel really self-conscious. And and when you when, when if I can go back to, I'm stuttering. If I can go back to what I was talking about, you know, with social media and comparison, sometimes it is hard. You get into this place where you know you compare yourself to other people who have what you think is better than what your insecurities are. So you know, kind of scrolling through Instagram and just seeing people who have great skin and so on and so forth, and then comparing that to the fact that you know I have eczema is extremely discouraging. So that's something that I deal with, um, and I I wanted to just share that with you and be transparent. Um, because I was inspired by what Kiki said. So I think, you know, we all have, you know, those insecurities um, and things that we deal with and things that we are not so, you know, happy with ourselves. But um, I think we can we can use that as inspiration. And I, child, I'm still getting help. I like her. Like I said, I don't have a serious diagnosis, but I've been to so many different dermatologists, specialists, doctors. And my mom begs me to continue to try and go back. Child, and I am tired because I feel like nobody can help me. Um, but like she said, I think, you know, we got to do our own research and, and, and nobody can help us like ourselves. So if you're dealing with something like that, you know, I encourage you to read her post and maybe look into it, look into getting some help and uh, child, just keep going. Child, keep going. Uh, moving on. So Tiana Taylor. Well, I, so I wrote in my script that she hinted at um, 
she hinted at retiring in an IG post, but I, but later on she actually went on IG live and confirmed. I, I believe that she that she is um, retiring. And so this this IG post she she had posted her Spotify numbers um, from the hashtag twenty twenty artist wrapped um, from the year. Um, and so this is what she said in in her caption. She said, "Ooh, child, excuse me." She said, "Wow, who did that? Y'all did that. Thank you." I ain't gonna front in times of feeling super underappreciated as an artist, re receiving little to no real, oh child, got in a little indigestion, receiving little to no real push from the machine, constantly getting the shorter end of the stick, being overlooked. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm retiring this chapter of my story with the comfort that I can depart with peace of mind, seeing that all the hard work and passion put in was indeed loved and supported somewhere in the world. To all my supporters from day one and all of my uh, new ones, I love you and I thank you for everything. And don't worry, y'all know all hustlers have the understanding that when one door closes, another one will open. So, of course, a lot of people was like, oh, Tiana retiring. Like, uh, 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 why is she retiring? Is this true? Is, she, is this true? Um, so, so the next day she went on, um, she went on Instagram live to address it. Um, and, and, uh, she, she actually confirmed, like I said, that, that she does want to retire. Um, and she actually talked about it being because of some ongoing frustration with her record label, um, good music, Def Jam. Uh, so what she said in her, in her IG live, she said the majority of what that post was. Uh, to warn my label, who have who I've been signed to for almost ten years, everything that you guys see of me, everything I put out, everything that I do is one hundred percent me. There's no gun to anybody's head to do anything that they don't want to do. So yes, I'm going to feel underappreciated if I'm putting in 110 percent, and my label is giving me they're reciprocating what ten percent of that. Um, she also added that she feels like Def Jam has given her no push. Uh, throughout the years and has repeatedly asked to be dropped from the label. Um, and of course, a lot of people also said that, you know, they felt like, I guess she was a quitter and whatever, you know, people in their opinions. Um, and, and, and she addressed that too. She said, you know, I can see maybe how my message can, can come across, but at the same time, I feel like it's a tiny bit selfish to say, what about your fans? Do it for your fans. Baby, I got to do it for my mental health. I have to do it for my emotional health. I have to do it for my kids so I can stay alive for my kids until I'm free, until I can get Def Jam to release me. Yes, I want to retire. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so so if, so if I can say, I guess, my thoughts on, on um, her comment and, and her confirming that she was retiring, I think from, a, from the initial Instagram post, I was a little confused too because... I, I thought it had a lot to do with the fact that, you know, Tiana doesn't get the recognition she gets, you know, when it comes to these, you know, big award shows, you know, Grammys. There's this big, you know, talk about the Grammys and how Tiana Taylor wasn't nominated. And a, a lot of artists kind of came out and there was this, you know, controversy about, you know, not being nominated by the Grammys. And, you know, we've seen this with Soul Train Awards. I think it was last year. Ari Lennox went on this tangent, you know, about... Um, you know, she she said that, you know, she created a whole soul soul uh, album, you know, and she wasn't nominated for a soul training award or she didn't win anything. Um, and so for me, I kind of took it as like, you know, there was there was more of like you feel underappreciated by like the people who give out these awards and, in the, in the, in, you know, in this recognition uh, for music. And I kind of went, went with the whole like not not necessarily that she's quitting, but 
I kind of thought like, you know, when you get into music, like what is your why, right? Like you're doing, I mean, from, from my perspective, like as an artist, you know, you're doing this for the fans, right? Like you're creating music for the fans, not necessarily to be recognized. I think the recognition kind of has, uh, or, or, or is more so like the icing on the cake. That's kind of like how I look at it. Um, and so when she kind of broke it down and said, no, it's not just about, you know, I guess these, these, uh, uh, you know, award folks, you know, the, the award people, it's more so about her record label. Now I can understand that a little bit better. And child, I don't, I don't know what that's like, you know, I don't know how that feels, you know what I'm saying? And, and if she's talking about, you know, giving 110%, she feels like her record label isn't pushing her Child, I would feel underappreciated too. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, if she's been in her record label and these are, these are issues that she's repeatedly talked about, you know, and nothing is changing. Yeah, I can completely understand why she feels underappreciated. And I'm 100% for her, you know, retiring if, you know, it's going to help her mental health, her emotional health, and help her to be there for her kids because she feels, you know, so stressed out, you know, about her day job, you know. So I support you, honey. Do I want you to retire? No, because I haven't gotten a chance to go to a Tiana Taylor concert. Maybe she'll do one more concert before she retire after COVID is over. I just, please, T, like if you're listening, I just... I didn't get to make it to the concert, to any of the concerts. And I just need one, one concert. So, I don't know. Shout out to T for, for doing what's best for her. And yes, I said T because she my friend in real life. <clears throat> I'm speaking it into existence. So, yes, shout out to T. Moving on. So, City Girls, JT, is facing backlash on social media for old tweets. Get this, from 2015 to 2017. We in 2020, just a reminder if y'all need it, a reminder. So, these tweets resurfaced from 2015 to 2017. Uh, and they referenced R. Kelly, Regine Carter, Russell Wilson, um, and she even got into what people consider, you know, colorism. Um, so, so I'm gonna read the tweets real quick. Some, some of the tweets, and I, I don't know. I, I feel bad, but I, I was so weak. I was so weak. I think I'm just weak at the fact that people are trying to cancel JT and people are coming for her from like tweets that that were like five years ago. Um, and, and I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little weak at these tweets, and I mean. JT's hood, like she's a hood girl. Like, I, have y'all listened to City Girls music? I, I'm confused as to why y'all surprised she tweeted this. I, anyway, let me read the tweets to you. Okay, so I'm just gonna read a few of of of, of the tweets that that resurfaced because I just was so weak. So number one tweet, the one tweet that came up is she said, "I wish R. Kelly was here with me right now because I know he would get me right." So I guess she's talking about sex. <laughs> I, I just. So again, this was from 2015. I, I don't know. I don't know when R. Kelly was was convicted, but I know it wasn't in 2015. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so the next one, she said, uh, and I'm gonna try to read this out because a lot of cussing and ratchet language. She said, "At the end of the day, Future got 1,000 kids. <laughs> not 1,000 kids." She said, "At the end of the day, Future got 1,000 kids to worry about. F Russell and that punk a ho." I guess she's talking about Sierra. She called Sierra a punk a-ho. Punk A-S-S ho, child. She said F Russell. I thought we liked Russell. I like Russell and Sierra. But anyway, again, five years ago, was it tweet mean? Yes, but I mean, she's the hood girl. She's a city girl. Like, uh, y'all gotta listen to their music. She's a city girl. City girl, okay? Uh... The next one, she said, Ray Janae has blocked me on here from a long time ago, and I didn't give that fat, corny hoe a break. I just, <laughs> that was mean, JT. Just mean, JT. Uh, okay, and so the last one, th th this had me weak. I, this had me weak because I, I, <laughs> just, I guess I'm not surprised that she tweeted some of this stuff. She said, 
I love pretty dark skin girls. Then she said, not too crispy now, but the Milky Ways be the sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> I just, I just want to call JT and say, what is, what's not too crispy? Like, what, how crispy is too crispy for you? When we talking about dark skin girls, I just. I'm so weak. I, and I guess child, people try to cancel JT. They, you know, talking about all these things. But again, I feel like JT is a city girl. At, I don't know why y'all surprised she tweeted stuff like this. And on top of that, these tweets were five years ago. And if I could pose the question, child, if your boss right now went and pulled up all your tweets, all your Facebook posts, all your Instagram posts from five years ago, would you still have your job? Like, let's be clear. Would you still have your job? I, for many of you, I think the answer is no. Leave her alone. I just, leave her alone. Leave the city girls alone. And lastly, you know, in, in terms of celebrity, honey, when we were talking about social media child and cheating, it's an R&B singer named Anne Marie. And this was actually my first time hearing about her. Um, was in the, in light of news of her being arrested. Uh, she was arrested in Atlanta for allegedly shooting her boyfriend, his name is Jonathan Wright, in the head. So, so you know, before I continue to read the story, my first thought was, well, is he is he alive? So I I did some research and I'm I think he's still alive, but I just think he's in critical condition. So he's not dead. Um, she told the police police that the gun fell off the table, firing and struck her boyfriend in the head. Police found two shell casings, two projectiles, and bullet holes in a door jam and a cabinet. Um, so again, like I said, he's currently in critical condition. Um, but the the story on social media I saw is that supposedly he was cheating. Um, and and she shot him in the head because he was cheating. So the thing about it is it's not funny. It's it's really not funny. And I think, you know, we've seen the same kind of thing with Tori and Megan. It's not okay. It's not funny. I just, I think for me, it's just so, like, I just feel like 2021, or 2020, it just, I, there is just nothing we haven't seen. I just feel like there is nothing we have not seen. I There is nothing that can happen in 2020 um, that, that would surprise me at this point. Child, Godzilla could walk across my street and I wouldn't be surprised because I just, so much has happened and you know i yeah i just wow just just wow so anyway i just praying for her boyfriend and you know for him to pull through i just wow and i mean praying for her too praying for her too because obviously she's not in a healthy mental space and that's scary that is scary um so anyway i think that's enough celebrity for today i just it's a lot going on, and there's so much more happening, but I thought those were kind of the top for me. Uh, so it, getting into new music, Jasmine Sullivan has announced her new project called Hotels coming January 8th. And for y'all who are a little confused, not hotels, like H-O-T-E-L-S, like the hotels you stay in, but ho, like ho, use a ho, ho, like that kind of ho. Hotels, like stories, stories of the ho, okay? Hotels. Uh, the versus battle is this, I believe it's Saturday. It's either Saturday or Sunday with Ashanti and old child. You know what? I am disrespectful. I wrote in my script. I put the versus battle is with Ashanti and Alicia Keys and I'm in Keisha Cole. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I put Alicia Keys. No, I meant Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Ashanti and Keisha Cole, child. It's happening this weekend. Uh, it's either Saturday or Sunday. 
I think it's Saturday or Sunday. It might be Friday. No, it's not Friday. It's either Saturday or Sunday. Anyway, child, get your Rockaway jacket ready, honey, because I'm ready. I'm ready. Get your Rockaway jacket, your baby fat boots, your baby fat jeans, because I'm ready. Because baby, 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 baby. I love it when I hear your name. And child, I should have cheated. Baby, I should have went out to the club. Ooh, okay. You know, I was feeling it. Ha! <laughs> so dead. Okay. Let me move on. I'm having too much fun. Okay. Child, I ain't even started drinking yet, okay? I ain't even had my glass of wine for the day. Child, Bible study is um at 8 o'clock. It is right now 7 o'clock. So, I be trying to, you know, not be a little tipsy on Bible study. But anyway, uh, you didn't hear that from me, Pastor Battle, if you listening. Uh, it's still on new music. Back to new music. Kiki Palmer is dropping the second half of her latest EP, Virgo Tendencies. So, she's already dropped the first half. It's called Virgo Tendencies Part 1. This is Virgo Tendencies Part 2. And it is dropping December 11th. So, shout out to Kiki and look out for that. Now, Sean, black girl, Sean. Yeah, let me tell you something. This is my mama's favorite section. This is my favorite section, too. But this is my mama's favorite section. She always be sending me, like screenshots and news articles and literally all she do is like send me the news article or the screenshot and she just say shine black girl shine i'm like girl do you want to get on this podcast and talk do you want to do you want to do you want to do the podcast Child, she doesn't send me no background just shine black girl shine but anyway shout out to my mama uh cardi b was named billboard magazine's woman of the year so shout out to cardi b and honey she done got a lot of flack this year so i think this is uh amazing for her uh, Marseille Martin broke the Guinness World Record. Marseille Martin broke the Guinness World Record. That's a tongue twister. Y'all try it. Guinness World Record. Guinness World Record. Okay, maybe it's me. Uh, Marseille Martin broke the Guinness World Record for youngest Hollywood executive producer. Gone girl. She is doing a daggone thing. When y'all was out here talking about her wig, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was talking about the wig too, but. I still like her, you know what I'm saying? I I still like Marseille, you know? But go, girl, do your thing, and, and continue to step on all of us who was talking about your week. Um, and last but not least, this is my favorite, um, favorite point of Shine Black Girl Shine. Um, Miss Rashida Jones, who is a Hampton alum, she is named the next president of MSNBC. Child, and we love when black women make history. She is making history not only as the first black woman, but the first black person to run a cable news network. Or first black leader, should I say, um, to run a cable news network. So, shout out to Miss Rashida Jones. And, honey, we got another HBCU alum in the house. Okay, not the White House, but in the house, like... Like, doing big things. You know what I'm saying? Like, they in the house. Like, we can relate. But, yes. So, shout out to Miss Rashida Jones. Oh, so, yes. That's all y'all have for... I always mess this up because I be too excited. Okay. Let me try. I'm going to try my... Okay. Oh, okay. That's y'all does a match for this week. Thank y'all so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next, next episode. Let me Ew. get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Can uh, you turn that up for uh, me? Uh, 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 No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.